Hey, what's up? My name is DeAndra Kiera. And this is Natasha Mina. And you are tuned in to a new episode of Just Let It Glow Podcast. Hey. Hey, girl. What's going on? Hi. Once again, acting like we didn't see each other all day. <laughs> I went out to eat and everything. Just, you know. Had a, boy, we had a time last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, we had a really, really good um, lunch after a nice uh, long day at work, <laughs> to put it mildly. Mm-hmm. A very long week, and it's only Wednesday. <laughs> but y'all know how it is. Well, Thursdays, technically. Right, yeah. right. It just work ain't honest, but it pays the bill. All right, exactly. That's my motto for life. <laughs> Real shit. Real shit. But how are you? How do you uh, feel? I'm just tired. I'm I'm exhausted. I just um uh, if I can sleep for a whole day, I can. I would like if somebody just said, Go to sleep, you don't gotta do shit, I would be able to. Like I wouldn't mm. wake up. Right, right. It's just, just one of pee. those you would just like, <laughs> like just totally pass out. Pass the fuck out. Just make sure I'm breathing. Right. <laughs> like I could literally you do a sleep study right now. Damn. Oh, well, you are working hard. This bitch got two jobs. Okay. <laughs> I don't need this shit. My friend, My friend got, got two, two jobs. <laughs> right. <laughs> Real shit. Like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. But how's so, everything been going with you? Um, everything's been good. I shit, I'm trying to be like you, girl. That's the that's what I'm trying to do. I need um as usual, extra income. And um, you know this, but I'll share it with the pot. You know, I had a, a interview re- recently and I just realized like um I'm just oversettling for things like, yeah, it was more money, but it's like I would have had to sacrifice uh, my comfortability mm-hmm. in regards to like, you know, my everyday environment. And I refuse to sacrifice like my health and my sanity for mm-hmm. a couple extra dollars. And it's like and the thing is, in the grand scheme of things, it's way more than where I'm at. It wouldn't make a significant distance. Right. But it's not, it, it's, it only, it, it just wasn't worth it. It's not worth it. So, you know, I just been dealing so, with it. I feel like sometimes, like, it's just like, okay, thanks, but I'm not that desperate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, it's just like, I, you know, I just kind of been struggling with that. Like, okay, well, what am I going to do now? What What's the next move for me? Um... So yeah, you know, but I'm in a I'm in a good space. Like you know, I haven't been keeping up um, with my health the way that I feel like I should. But I haven't gotten depressed about it, which I'm so like y'all don't understand the little things like that are so significant when you like deal with depression. And mm-hmm. I just like noticed the growth in myself. Like oh, you know, I can look in the mirror and say I'm not where I want to be, but I'm gonna get. To where I need to be at, and it's it's okay. Like it's okay. Right. So that's what the tip I've been on is just living in the moment. I feel like you said this a couple of weeks ago, and you kept advocating for it. And I was like, "Well, girl, I'm gonna just have to 
Make it till I make it. He was like, you just have to enjoy the moment and just live it today and just, you know, embrace the small things. That's where I'm at right now. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Sound like some shit I say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely, you know, shout out to you and your therapist. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my girl. Mm-hmm. That is, so, that's my homegirl. That's what's been going on, you know. But what about that's this fucking up. heat wave? Like, why did we get oh. all this heat in like the like the middle slash end of the like to me this is like kind of the end. My of God. Time. It was just so <laughs> crazy. Like it was like sweltering. Like last week we had the podcast on. We were recording the podcast. Mm-hmm. I usually put the air on like low so we won't hear it. A bitch was sweating. Like I was yeah. sweating. Like, I just could not get cool. Like, I've been drinking, like, rehydrating and all of that stuff. I just could not cool off. Yeah. And mind crazy. you, I'm always cool. And it's cold. like, it'd be hot as I'm shit. I'm always cool. And I was hot. I say, I don't have that luxury. <laughs> so just imagine if you always hot. <laughs> and then it is really hot outside. <laughs> I told y'all last week that I thought I was like, damn, is it because I'm getting weight? But it was the air conditioner messed up at the job. But yeah, I'm glad that the heat wave is over. I don't know if we're going to get another one. Usually we can get one in like beginning of August. But yeah, it doesn't seem to be slowing down. It does not. Like earlier this week, we had like one good day, like Tuesday, we had like a good day. But other than that, uh, I just looked, and every other day is like anything over eighty five is too fucking hot for me. Like, and I mean, and it was like ninety, <laughs> ninety this, ninety day, and I was like, oh no, like yeah, next week is given. Ooh, next Friday, ninety eight degrees. See? Yeah. So that means it filled the heat index one hundred and two. Like I don't, mm-mm, I can't. And then these motherfuckers want you to come back to an office, <laughs> girl. Like funny everybody thing is, is returning back to the jobs and stuff. Then, like I seen so many people in the last two weeks return back to the office, and I'm like, That's y'all crazy. did this last summer, and we all had to run back home. Exactly. Just stupid. And now we got so many. You know, not only are COVID cases spiking, but now we got fucking monkeypox. What the hell is monkeypox? I'm. T- I'm going to say this. They said it's easily transmitted through sex. I ain't fucking easily. <laughs> so is it considered an STI? Like, I swear to God, I don't know nothing I don't about know. It. I, I don't think, it, I, I don't even think that you can simply get it just from sex. They just said, like, it's, I guess because you're touching, you know, somebody and feeling, like, the movement of sex. So, I oh, guess. Wow. I don't know. Don't quote me, bitch. Don't use this as a historical <laughs> reference in 2025. We are, we are in the healthcare field, but we are not healthcare physicians Hell or no. anybody that can diagnose. Bitch, or I don't even got a BS. I have a BA. <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say? We ain't smart because we ain't got no fucking science no, But I ain't got no science. <laughs> I did the bare minimum <laughs> in science, bitch. Not the fucking BA. <laughs> Look, I ain't got no. I ain't even do that. You funny as shit. Like I don't know what the fuck monkeypox is, but y'all just stay safe out there. I feel like we should have. I should have looked it up. I, but I just know it's cases rising. But that's and between crazy us. It's people around us that have it, and I don't need to be around people that got fucking. 
that's infected with some shit that monkeys gave. But it's like, is it like chicken pox? Like, this is the shit that, like, why do, why in my generation do we have to come up with all these new diseases and shit? Like, come on. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is the monkey pox? Like, like, is it like bird flu? What is that shit? Bird flu? What was that shit? I remember the swine flu. I went to college. Swine flu. I remember my first, like, year at school, I had just got to campus, and swine flu snapped. Oh, my God. That was so crazy. Everybody, like, my first semester, so many people were sick, like, the first month. My grandma. Yeah. And it was a student that passed away um, from the swine flu. Child, my oh, grand, shit. you know how like your grandparents don't need to be watching like the news. Yeah, child, absolutely. my grandma called me and was like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Are you sick?" I'm like, "No, I'm fine." Like they got everybody in like a certain dorm that has it. They shut a dorm down, and anybody that's sick, they're over there. So she like, "Well, they said a student died. Was that your friend?" I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, no. I just literally got to campus, lady. Like, why would I know this person? <laughs> I mean, but she don't know. You know, people here, it's the same place. Oh, my such and such go there. Let me find it's, out. It's like 20 <laughs> fucking thousand students. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't, though. That's why old people don't need to be watching the news. Yeah, because exactly everything is a thing. Everything is a thing. Like, yeah. So y'all be safe out there. I, you know, we got heat up. Gas prices is slightly going down, but it's still too high for me. It's just a lot. It's just a lot going on. So, what do you want to discuss first? Let's just get the dumb bitch shit out the way real quick. <laughs> what is wrong? Oh. This is this is. You know what? I'm going to say this, and I said this about some local shit that was happening around in the city a couple of weeks ago, but I don't like to talk about Philly shit too much because it'd be too messy, and I ain't with all that shit, but this shit definitely um, reminds me of that. Why do y'all, like, why do women see a man dog a bitch out publicly after having their own heartbreaking shit with their own situations? See a man, dog, his wife, or girlfriend, or whatever, out publicly, like a fucking dog, mm. do them worse than, you know, than the last nigga did you, and then go date that motherfucker. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like, what, like, not saying, you know, people can't change, but you can, you really have to be the dumbest old bitch in the world, Sheree. I'm sorry. The sh- the old bitch stupid stuff gets on my nerves. Don't not, like a young dumb bitch is fine. But right. when y'all be in y'all 50s and stupid, it's so annoying. It's so aggravating. And like what's wrong with you, Sheree? Why are you dating Martel Holt? Martel <laughs> Holt has five children. Mm. <laughs> the youngest mm. is like what, a year old? I think Bear, like he might have just turned. He has here. five children, two baby mamas. You have grown fucking children, bitch. Yeah. And you parading this nigga. Now, if you just would have been getting that D in private, I'll say do your motherfucking thing. I was gonna say maybe that's what it is. 
Like it maybe it, it is. You know, I just like hanging out outside the bedroom a little bit, but this is just a little fun thing, and that's his fucking kids. They ain't my problem. And of course, publicity wise, it gives us brings us attention. Could this potentially bring us our own little show? If we if things no, do nobody will watch. It's, it'll be like watching paint dry, baby. I was about to say, I can't see Sheree headlining a show that I would want to be interested in watching. I can't see Martel headlining a show that (laughs) I would want to watch. Well, it would be his drama that leads for him. Well, here's the thing, though. This is why I say, like, this is some, Sheree, you stepping in some messy stuff. And not because, because I like Melody Holt, but I don't think she, I don't think she, like, wants Martel anymore at all. But I will say that, because y'all know we talk about Love and Marriage Huntsville. On this show, so y'all gotta start catching up with it. But that's what we're talking about: Real Housewives and um, Love and Marriage Huntsville. So right. you know that his baby mom, Ariane, was on Instagram losing her shit like a week ago. Yeah, I see. And that. like drunk and lashing out, and it, I said, "This bitch, I want to be on the live when she talks about this charade situation because she swore that." She was not coming up off that nigga. She yeah. swore. She was like, Well, uh. she did say in that live when she was drunk, she did say, um, he probably is fucking somebody else right now. Like, but I but she all her default kept being, um, but I could have him if I wanted him. And that that was irritating me. That was I was embarrassed for him. She kept saying that. I can I'm have them if I that. want them. I can have them if no, I want them. No, you can't. And you never could. Yeah, that's very obvious. And you want him bad. Now, here's the thing. Trey might be stupid, but the bitch is beautiful. Yeah, I agree. And she and old body is <laughs> body Bi- is a, She's a brick house, baby. Yeah. Better than, Martel most, better ain't, than my listen, ass. My thing is, Martel, you lucked up with this one yeah. right here. I ain't going to... She's stupid as a motherfucker. But she fine as hell. Yeah, she is. They both a beautiful couple. But, girl, I said, Sheree, just always doing stupid shit. <laughs> like, it's just always <laughs> stupid. Like, first you want to date, first you're dating ugly ass Bob Whitfield. Like, oh, I should slip your ass for that. <laughs> and you lucky your My kids. Fucking Bob. <laughs> I want to say something so bad, but I can't. <laughs> Forget Bob. What's wrong with a Bob? <laughs> Mm, that, that's wrong that, with a vibe. I, I can't. Yeah, no, that, Bob just looked. But I mean, like he looked to me like he leaves stains on the toilet seat. Like when he go to bed, no, he looked nasty. You know who is nasty <laughs> as far as hygiene? Oh, hmm. what's his name? Lamar Odom. Oh, why say that? He is nasty as fuck. So when he was on Celebrity Big Brother, <laughs> they were all talking about he was on Celebrity Big Big Brother with Cynthia like last season and they were all talking about like how he would go to the bathroom and not wash his hands, how he would oh. have stuff all over the place. Like he was doing weird shit, like digging in his ass, digging in his nose, like what? weird shit. Yes. Like so a on college, Like a nasty motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. So on um, College Hill, he's on there with Nene, Big Frida, Dream Doll, Ray J, a couple others. And they say he nasty as shit on that show too. I said, oh, you a nasty motherfucker. Big Frida had to clean up his his fucking nasty ass so- room. Oh, God. So he's just trifling. 
I, I feel like a lot of athletes. You're just are a big man. Like you're honest. seven feet tall. You're seven feet tall. Why are you so nasty? And then he gonna say, I don't need to wash my hands. I'm a girl man. I don't pee on my hands. Holding your penis, sir. <laughs> Does he not know how that you're works? You're sweaty. Your sweaty penis, mm. and then you want to touch. You got you got the balls touch, <laughs> right? Like, that is disgusting. You got disgusting. the balls touch. But yeah, Sheree, I hope you just having fun, girl. Ride that thing, have a good time. I mean, I don't think that she's in pregnancy age, so that's a problem that you know you don't have to worry about. What's potent? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> She looked like she might still get a period to me. Mm, you think so? No. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think she she might be knocking on the door, but I don't think yeah. she, you know, is, is that in would be yet. yo. Is she is Sheree Whitfield is pregnant by this man? I'm gonna fall out. And also Sheree, why are you always picking that would be the, the most broke scandalous niggas? shit? Like is you yeah. like you for a bitch that loves money, you always picking a broke one. Well, you know that they say that women date how they feel, what they feel like they deserve. Mm-hmm. So that speaks yeah. volumes mm-hmm. to me about it don't matter aesthetically what you look like. The inside, it really does matter. And the type, and I feel like that is true because I look at my past and it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely was in low spaces in the past. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even tell you, baby. Sometimes I don't even uh, be knowing if yeah. I was in a bad space or if I just was just doing anything. <laughs> like, I think it's a combination. But, um, but see, well, because that's a whole nother thing. Like, you know, you can start off doing anything and then get a little comfortable with it, and then it lasts way longer than it should. And it's like, girl, like you supposed to be in and out. You was not supposed to be. This is year three. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just shouldn't be that way. But hopefully, that's not that's not the case. I hope that it's just kind of publicity wise. Um, I don't know. That's that's all I can hope. But they do look. They would take really nice pictures together, and it seems like they both have similar workout ethics. Yeah, I think that aesthetically, they definitely match each other. But um, me and my friend talked about this before. Sometimes dating somebody that's too much like you is a problem. Yeah. Oh, no, and absolutely. I, like I can definitely, from watching both shows, I can definitely see a lot of similarities between the two. But um, I don't know. I just think for, I just hope she having fun because. Mar- something is wrong with Marta. <laughs> like you think that you're getting this prize and it's like it's something wrong like y'all are not letting this man heal <laughs> like it's right something like i think he is one of those people that can be a good person but they just fucked up <laughs> like y'all are not letting him heal but yeah good luck to you Sheree. hopefully you know you get that thing, that backbone out and enjoy yourself because that's all that he can promise you. You think he blowing backs out? Hell yeah. For, yeah. You think that? I feel like I wouldn't like, 
the oh, dick. No. I feel like I wouldn't like it because me too. Me to be either. honest, I like a little a man a little rougher. You know, <laughs> like I don't like all that pretty boys. It's just something about him. But I feel like yeah, to the type of off. women that he like, it's not that much difference between Sheree and Melody. Like very hoity toity, very right. you know, well put together, well spoken. Wait, what did you call it? Witty toity. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like bougie. It's like you know, <laughs> like high society type <sighs> shit. That he's probably really like you know dicking them down. But I feel like somebody else probably not. Like, I feel like I would get it and be right. like, so this what made you have four fucking kids with this motherfucker? That's how I But then I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, he uh, can, you know, surprise a motherfucker. You never know. He fine. He is fine. I don't consider him fine. I think that's what it is. You know what? Because he reminds me of my father. And I hate to say that. And I don't know if I ever said that on this platform. But me and my mom have discussed this. They kind of favor look-wise and action-wise. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know. It just disgusts me. Like, you was just you really a, a piece, piece of, of fucking, fucking work. work. Like, that's how, when I look at him, that's what I think. You were a fucking conceited piece of motherfucking work. Like, I could just tell, like, you really, you need some, a bitch to really fucking break your heart for real. And it is going to happen. I believe it's happened in the past, mm-hmm. but I believe it's going to happen again. Because you're a little too beside yourself. Like, yeah. who the fuck do you think yeah, you are? Marto is a different type of breed. I would punch him in his shit. I'm sorry. He needs Hell to be. But no. see, he would never talk to Hell a girl no. that has spice. He's not into the, you can tell that's not, he yeah, knows sure. what, how but to pick him. I don't know. Like, he's not he, an idiot. He's stupid because Sheree you know? got both sides. <laughs> Sheree them types that's dumb until they tired of being dumb uh, and then they can get real nasty. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. She also seemed like she can play dumb for a I long think, time. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I don't agree. Because I feel like <laughs> I feel like a lot of people play dumb for too fucking long for me. Like Melody and all. I feel like a lot of people play dumb way too long where it's just like, girl, turn up. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Right. Like, curse. Like, who is this man talking to? Like, I like I know. Like, I know the real you is in there, girl. Wake that fucking bitch. Sleep. Wake exactly. that sleeping giant the fuck Let up. Let that nigga know. But, like, mm-hmm. he got you fucked up. And where he got you fucked up at. But, um. Absolutely. Yes, let's get into the next story, Tosh Mane. All right. So, the next story, um, I'm definitely, I know you all have heard about. Um, so the Instagram model that was linked to numerous celebrities and nearly died from um, being diagnosed with AIDS um, after going undetected for almost a decade. Um, so I'm going to read an article from the shade room just to give you guys a little backdrop. Um, it says an Instagram model who has been linked to numerous celebrities nearly died from AIDS after going, after going untested for almost a decade, according to her recent TikTok confession. Gina too has, who has been linked in the past with the likes of Nick Cannon, 
Chris Brown, and Chief Keefe spoke about her experiences in a video posted on Monday telling her followers that she doesn't know when or how she contracted HIV, which led to her condition. She noted her doctor said it had, been to, it had to have been in her system for at least 8 to 10 years. In a video shared to TikTok, Gina also exhibited photos from an October 2015 outing with Nick Cannon captured by paparazzi. By paparazzi. Um, she previously modeled for Chris Brown. Um, and, and then it talks about her some sharing a photo. Um, but anyway, while answering questions with followers, Gina revealed she hadn't gotten tested for HIV or AIDS or AIDS during an eight to ten year period and only got tested once the symptoms became notice noticeably debilitating. Um, the popular TikToker, TikToker did hesitantly admit that she had been raped several times when she was homeless and living in New York City and hinted at that being the likely cause of her infection. The heavily inked IG model added that she had also received several free tattoos with a bloodborne illness known for being spread through needles. Um, she's 27 years old. She said she lost a lot of weight from the virus at one point getting down to as low as 65 pounds she had to undergo physical therapy just to get her body back into serviceable shape based on her age she must have contracted aids between the ages of 17 and 19 um and she said i got so weak in the first days of knowing i had aids i could barely focus and strain to talk um she also lost sight and eye and the ability to walk due to the virus however with physical therapy she has since regained mobility on her own um and then it just kind of talks about um other things i have so many questions about this thing first of all i just want to i have a lot of this. things that too. article when they said she wasn't uh tested for hiv or aids i hate that i hate when Thank people separate you. and just for those that may <laughs> people really don't know we work in this field so we're very familiar with the topic um about being tested hiv it's that's like saying um you know well the person you know I, I don't know how to put it let's say oh you know well their hair was black and you know but i didn't test their hair for gray hair you know or black hair it's it progresses to gray hair. You get what I'm saying? That's the simplest way I can put it. HIV progresses to AIDS. You can't get tested for AIDS. You're still getting tested for HIV, but it can grow into AIDS and it only becomes AIDS because of the lack of certain antibodies, um, white blood cells in your system that protects your immune system. That's the, when it gets below a certain number, that's when it's considered AIDS. It is not too things i just want to preface that because to me it sounds like also, you would say oh i'm being tested for aids no you're being tested for hiv yeah you don't <laughs> also they wrote in the article that she went undetected she did not go undetected she went undiagnosed undetected uh, with di me. and they kept using that word i'm sorry i'm glad you said that because i hated having to read that i'm like okay geez was it undetected because yeah. there's somebody that is positive that was able to keep their viral load um, extremely low and their CD4 um, count. Oh, yeah. white blood cell count, which is their CD4 count, right? You know, just trying to make it simple. Their CD4 count really high where it would be if they were to do a traditional rapid test uh, with somebody that is not positive, it would probably not show up. Yeah. As a 
having HIV. That's what undetectable. That's how that's how that goes. So keep that in mind too, as far as testing is concerned, for mm-hmm. those that you know moving forward yeah. as far as you know HIV and stuff. Blood work is always better than rapid testing. Not saying you shouldn't do rapid testing, you know, but full panel is what I'm saying. Um, because uh, a, a rapid test a person that is positive can go undetected if they're um, if they're taking their medication. So you know. Uh, now, granted, it's not easily passed if you know they are undetectable, but you know it's just for you to know. Um, but this whole situation, the girls, yes, did. did you see the video of her trying to walk? I feel like I asked you like five times today. <laughs> did you see the video? Like she was literally, she had considered wasting syndrome. Wasting syndrome is basically, um, obviously offset of having AIDS of a progression, meaning she was not taking medications at all. My question is, um, working in this field, I've been in this field since 2011, right? I don't understand how, mm-hmm. okay. From every person I've met, I have met uh, mm-hmm. patients that have been positive since the 80s. I have met patients that were newly diagnosed. I have met patients in between. Every patient I've talked to, I mm-hmm. normally always ask, or it will eventually come up, uh, how they were diagnosed. They normally offer the information. And 10 times out of 10, 20 times out of 10, they say... I started mm-hmm. feeling weird. This wasn't right. I was sick for None too long. Just you know, I had it. this cough I couldn't shake. It's certain, or some of them don't have any symptoms. However, just decided to get tested, and there, but there were no symptoms. This girl's obviously, you don't skip, you know, being, you know, having a normal life and then one day waking up and you're 65 pounds. This is something that happens progressively and it does not happen rapidly. It's, it's a progression. It takes a while, but you will, you feel away. You're going to feel away. Wasting syndrome, normally before that, they have something that's called dumping, yeah. which is where you... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, expel you know feces and stuff, and like a, like a low like like diarrhea, but you know they call it dumping. People that I think have um like those weight loss surgeries, they also experience like dumping and stuff. Like they'll experience that. You experience like um hot sweats. I've heard clients say they had like headaches that wouldn't go away. Your appetite is different. Like there are things that are symptoms. How does it go undetected for 10 years? What I'll say is this, is that let's say we're best case scenario. She's telling the truth, right? Like she never got a test. I would have to question any, like, did you just not go to the doctor at all? Mm. Because if you are... I know a lot of the times they'll ask you if you want an HIV test, but I know for the most part, they'll still give you one. Absolutely. Like, even if you say no, they'll still give it to you because of that was how they were able to um, detect a lot of people, you know, in the 80s, 90s that didn't want to be tested. For a long time, they wouldn't test people that were married. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, older people, older like seniors, people, 
Um, mm-hmm. If you say you're not sexually active, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would just, because I'll say this, like when I wasn't having sex, I got tested. They tested me anyway. Yeah, like, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I don't care. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. So right. I just feel like for a 27-year-old, that's very different. Also. It's, it's crazy. I just feel like, well, what did y'all think was wrong with her because I just feel like HIV is like one of the first tests that you usually take. I don't think she went to nobody's doctor. I Yeah, I'm so sorry. you just, just you was went, in denial. Yeah, I think cuz yeah. and the thing is the way that those clients that I spoke to over all these years, what is it? Uh 11 years now. Over the years People have always said to me that you feel like, to me, the way that I felt when I had COVID is like they said it was worse than that. Like, you know, you like literally have no energy to do shit. Like there is like, you know, it's it's like a heavy feeling on you. You just feel like, oh, lethargic. You just really feel, you might feel really nauseous. You can't keep food down. Like these, is something pops up normally. And like I said, for people that, have no symptoms whatsoever you don't skip past and forward to one day you just wake up and you are completely just like extremely sick you don't skip over and then just become oh now I have AIDS it is a progression our all all our bodies kind of work in a certain way so to me it sounds like I don't know if she was utilizing substances um it sounds like she was in denial I don't know if she don't want to admit it or not but I, to me, it sounds like I knew something was wrong, but I did not want to. It, you, it's no way you went to a doctor and they didn't test you. I, I'm, I just, I can't believe, was she 27? I can't believe in this, that age bracket, in this time, like you said, this time frame, it's no way after 2000, after 1995, let's even just say that, but just to keep it, 1995 on, there's no way that, you were that extreme and nobody uh, said, hey, let's give her this test. Like the ER, they run panels on shit all the time. And certain levels is off. They're going to look at that. They know what it looks like. They just know. Like, I I don't know. Now, why do you think that the celebrity part is attached to it? I don't like And Click that's the part I wanted to talk about. Because I don't like that. Because now you're insinuating as if she had sex with these people. When it sounded like she was working. Like she modeled for Chris Brown. Why the fuck would y'all say some shit like that and link her to fucking Chris Brown? Like, Mm -hmm. why would that need to be a part of the fucking story? Like, you get like that. But that's what I'm saying. I was about to go in because I feel like I go in on these blogs every day. But Mm -hmm. it's 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 the fact that y'all clickbait throw out these celebrity names instead of putting out the information that's needed to be said. Is that go get tested? Period. (laughs) but go get tested but y'all are sitting there making this shit salacious number one you made it salacious by putting celebrities names in it that really had nothing to do with what this girl is going through she literally said where she thinks she may have contracted it from she never said anything about Mm -hmm. contracting it from the celebrities people on her live was just asking her like oh what did you do you know like she modeled she did this she did that bitch ain't never say she fucked none of them Exactly. That's lame. Absolutely That's lame not. as fuck. And I was fucking Absolutely sued. Not. If I was the celebrity, man, I would figure out a way to get that Tasha K money for y'all to even insinuate some Be bullshit right. like this. Two, 
Y'all do that salacious shit, and then y'all got all this wrongest information. If you're going to write about something like this, get the right verbiage. It's one thing to be salacious, but if you're going to be salacious, have the right information. That's ridiculous. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, it's hard for me to watch stuff on TikTok and not scrutinize it because we, like we said before they clout chase on tiktok is crazy mm-hmm. and i just working in this field i have met people that have like been off meds for very long time like oh, yeah. i have like first come in like oh this person came off the street they haven't been seen here since 2020 and it's like this what happened to her is so rare that it's like what the fuck you know what I mean like yeah. there's no way she couldn't have not been tested there's no way yeah. and I'm sorry so you think she knows yes. and mm. I'm not making you feel bad because I from working in the field I understand the, the mentality of I'm going to ignore this I understand that I see it daily Absolutely. you know what I mean so I'm not right. reprimanding it I'm just questioning the validity of what she's saying. Be honest. Mm-hmm. If Absolutely. you're gonna like, I'd rather you say, "I was in denial so so hard." I'm telling you as a cautionary story to go get tested, and if you're tested and it's positive, don't do what I did. Right. You know exactly. But I hope anybody that see exactly. that start getting tested and. Don't let life waste away like that. Because that's literally what it is. And that's one of those things that we kind of battle with in this field when working is that a lot of people aren't necessarily, you know, suicidal and things like will do physical direct harm to themselves. But what she did, that is a form of that where you don't take care of yourself. When you see that, they, like if you are diabetic yes. and you eat in like fucking cheesesteaks, ice cream and shit, that's literally what that is. You know, oh, that is another percent. form of it because you're that. not taking care of yourself. You won't directly do it, but you don't care enough about your life to do something different. And I don't know, as far as like getting like working out and stuff and doing all that, that shit motivated me to stop gaining this fucking weight. (laughs) I'm not ignoring the obvious signs like, bitch, you are getting heavy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, you gotta be real with yourself. Because I don't want to make this about, you know, her diagnosis. It's just shit that we see in our real lives. Like, like I said, being diabetic, having high blood pressure, high cholesterol, and you don't do anything to correct mm-hmm. it or fix it or having Graves' disease or anything else, hyperthyroidism, anything, and you don't do the necessary precautions to make sure that you're okay. That's dangerous. So um, I pray that, I mean, right. thank God right. she's able to still be here. I pray that with the medicine that... Yeah, like when the it's medicine like that's provided, I pray that, you know, she's able to do, you know, a 180. This is a, and it's affordable. Medicine is yeah, affordable, baby. I, I agree. If you listen to this. Yeah. Um, 
uh, free. Like, you don't even have to, like, that's the whole, there will always be medication for something that's considered like a public health issue. So, you know, I, I just, this is the other thing that I just wanted to touch on really fast. Um, what I didn't like about them, especially using Nick Cannon's name. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know that he has been impregnating women around and everything. But most of the people also know, because um, he spoke on this even more than he did on lip service, but he was on Angela Yee's lip service. He was very, very adamant about the fact that every woman that he messes with has to get tested. And regularly tested, and he gets regularly tested because he does not like to use condoms. He's anti-condom. And he was like, Oh, like I don't like I don't even, you know, like to use condoms, like you can't even be with me if you can't get tested. Like if you can't, you know, then you know, and, and I think he spoke at like somebody like telling him like they had something and he was just like, you know, he respected it, but you know, he didn't want to sleep with somebody that had you know had anything which is his right my whole thing is don't try to paint Mm -hmm. this picture like that man slept with that girl he didn't fucking know i don't like that yeah that's what puts me off like oh she modeled for chris brown she did this one like don't do that because that's salacious and that's disgusting and that keeps that creates a web of stuff that don't need to be out here so that in 20 fucking 35 when his kids are fucking teenagers they can look this shit up exactly but you know what that i find really funny when charlie sheen came out with his diagnosis i don't remember anybody talking about denise richardson i don't remember it being her name attached to it and she had children with this man and i'm it sounded like the and it sounds like the time frame overlapped so yep. and nobody has ever fucking said Denise Richards. Oh, you know she's probably positive. I never seen her name attached to it. I only seen prostitutes' name attached to Charlie Sheen, and, and nobody talked honest, about Denise at all. And to be honest, it was like that shit about Charlie Sheen came out, and then it went away by the next day. Yep, yep. Like it was nothing. Like it was absolutely nothing this but is y'all want to drag deal. easy oh. e name and fucking magic johnson day in and day overshadow out. his whole legacy with with that diagnosis like it, it's when the fact crazy. is you know what i mean his nobody else in his family contracted you know hiv nor aids and his wife was pregnant at the time yeah but y'all all y'all want to do is make these fucking jokes all the time or y'all do this salacious ass shit and it's weird and and like i said in 2020 give out real fucking information we're not just talking about this because it's hot gossip we're talking about it because the information that's put out we don't want our listeners to feel like that's true you know exactly. and there's so many times where we don't get the direct information that we actually need in life because nobody wants to talk about this stuff. And when they do, they make it salacious and they give out wrong information because we consume so much bullshit on fucking social media and that these people are really not journalists. They don't do research. They don't put out anything correct. They don't even try to do just a tad bit of education before writing the article. They just want to be the first person to put it out there. Nowhere did that girl say she slept with any of those men. And let's just say this. Say if she did, right? Why the fuck would that be something y'all put out? But that's, and that's my main issue. It's like, 
it's so it's wrong on so many levels and it goes back into that cycle just like when they talk about like men on the down low and it's like oh well you know, um you know i want people want to know i want to know if my dude is really into men and then it comes out that he is sleeping with a man and it becomes this whole thing and everybody he becomes this part and everybody's just not fucking with this person and it's like well that's the mm -hmm. reason why he's down low and the reason why let's say let's say these men were let's just say hypothetically speaking of course allegedly and we're not saying it at all but let's just say it was right the fact like you said why the fuck would you put their medical business out there in this way for what because you know that so because now are you implying that all their children have it all these women that's linked to them because chris brown has had children since then nick cannon has had children since then i don't know shit about chief keith but i mean to me it's like it's it has such um it's heavily it's a heavy thing to put on somebody a heavy implication and my thing is like you said as far as the education part at least use this time and opportunity because they did at the very end of that thing say it was a link oh if you want to get tested here's a national click the link for national places to get tested what about talking about preventive measures because prep is now a thing Prep is now mm -hmm. a fucking thing. This is the perfect opportunity to talk about fucking prep. And when y'all put out there like, oh, you know, that she was possibly gang raped, why don't you bring out, talk about things about, you know, sexual exactly. assault, going to get help, encouraging women to go to the hospital, to not be afraid. Y'all never take the right fucking steps in life. And I remember Gossip in the City said this, right? She was like on a rant before. And she said, gossip, when you indulge in gossip, gossip, it's already a sin. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, and that's why she pulled back from doing so much gossip. Because she said it's sinful and it's like, she said it made her feel weird after a while because she didn't have like that, that I guess like sympathy or empathy, right. I guess you could say. Like, like and a moral I feel compass. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, it questions that, your moral compass a lot. And it's like, where, what was the point? Uh, I, I for y'all to put them it. people name out there. If you just wanted to talk about this lady's story, it's a it's a crazy thing by itself without by mentioning itself. celebrities. Exactly. That exactly. she did not say that. She did not put no name. She not on no cat stacks type weird shit. Like she didn't no, say y'all dug her shit up. Y'all dug it up and said, Oh, look. Oh, we got a picture where she was right there. Like it's weird. And I'm glad you mentioned the rape thing. That's also another fucking opportunity to talk about, hey, you know, God forbid. If you were ever in that situation, you should immediately go to your nearest ER so that they can do a rape test kit and also provide you again with fucking prep because that will significantly, significantly limit and decrease your chances, if any, of you contracting it if the person that raped you had it. You have to get it within a certain window. Like, I don't, I just don't really understand. Um, yeah, it, I, I, but you know what? What you said that Gossip in the City said, I, I believe that's what it is. People lose focus, just like people mm -hmm. with reality TV. I feel like, you know, people just want the next, oh, what's, you know, all right, I'm bored with that. Okay, can we up it a notch? Oh, crap. That's why everybody loved Jocelyn from Love and Hip Hop because it was so scandalous. It was so fucked up. 
So it made for great TV because it's not happening to you. So it's very easy to just say, and people just, like you said, want to be the first person to put it out there. There was no need, though, to put Nick Cannon mm-hmm. or anybody else out there. That was, t- to me... Um, it was nice. Because you don't know what's going on in their private lives. Like, uh, um, And you know what you were doing. Y'all put, yeah. pointed out men that had multiple children with multiple women. Right. That's what you did. Right. Like, yeah. Like, that's what y'all were doing. And y'all were trying to correlate something. And yeah, that's just nasty. It's just nasty and egregious. And then y'all throwing dirt on this woman's name at the same time. You're not helping her. No, not at all. It's she just more so to something. as a way to tell her story. And y'all made it salacious instead of saying, wow, this woman really been through a lot. And that's why I said, right. even whether she's a. Whether she was diagnosed and ignored it or just never been diagnosed, that's still a lot of shit that happened exactly. to one person. And that's something I wouldn't wish on anybody. So you could have used that as a teaching moment or to pray for that girl. But no, y'all took her story and made the shit salacious. Disgusting. And I think y'all going to have to start, you know, realizing y'all going, if you, what was that thing? If you get to heaven, and you don't see me, you ain't in heaven, baby. <laughs> Seriously. Like, and I, my but, prayers is with that girl. I'm glad that what she is, and it seems like she's getting treatment now because she looks better than she did. I seen a video, you know, when she looked, when she couldn't walk and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a diaper. It seems like she is progressing. She's gained weight. It seems like she's in therapy. It seems like she's actively taking her medications. And it seems like she's just pr- trying to um, bring awareness yeah. to the situation to prevent it happening exactly. to the next person. So I commend her. And, you know, my my prayers is with her. And I'm glad that um, she decided to take charge of her Amen. health. Because mm-hmm. that's important. And, I sh- and everyone should do that. Everyone should take charge of their health. Whether it's asthma, whether it's whatever, yeah. you need to take control of whatever is going on Absolutely. with you and not ignore it. It's so crazy when you mentioned the diabetes thing, because I thought I was the only person that thought like that. Like, oh, well, when somebody is diabetic, and it's no offense, but I feel like, well, this is something that... Um, if you know, if you continue to do it, like this is something you can, mm-hmm. you can like get rid of. Like you could totally just change your diet. You don't even have to work out. You mm-hmm. can literally just change your diet. We and, talk about it every time way. we talk about soul but food. When you continue to indulge. <laughs> oh, right. Like, but the fact that you like to me is mind boggling that, or even like you said, high blood pressure. And it's like, well, why do you still, I'm just going to add this little salt, you know? And it's like, but, but for what? <laughs> like, they have, I don't know. I guess we all have our addictions. People that have lung cancer still smoke cigarettes. I have a relative that has a COPD and she is on a- asthma, fucking, I mean, a breathing machine, and that bitch still smoke weed and cigarettes. <laughs> and tell me not to tell nobody. That's what I'm saying. She be like, don't exactly. say nothing, but you know I'm still smoking. I'm like, but I but exactly. she does have a death wish and she would never openly admit it, but I know it for a fact because she lost a relative really close to her. So I do believe that, you know. Yeah, I um, that's that's one of my things. I really I always find takeaways from everything. And I remember on um Grey's Anatomy that um, Meredith Gray went. I always talk about this. Meredith Gray went to therapy, and the therapist said, 
while you're not suicidal, you're careless about your life. And you keep putting yourself in these situations where you could possibly die because you don't want to be here. Mm. And that's literally like sometimes that's what people go do. Yeah. So I pray, you know. Yeah. I I hope it works out. I really do. What do you want to maybe go on something a little lighter? (laughs) Yeah. So... (sighs) um, is our society addicted to drama? Yes. We just talked about it <laughs> with the salaciousness. Absolutely. We are addicted to drama and clickbait. And, you know, if we see a fucking fight outside, we're going to go look. If we see a fight up the street, you're going to pull out your cameras and record it instead of getting the fuck away. Yeah. You know? Um Absolutely. People that get on social media and talk about how they have haters, do lives, and make things big that's not that big. We people are so fucking bored that drama is the only thing that really, really gets them going. Yeah, I have seen people like years ago, like really get up, wake up on Facebook with the rah rah shit and being on live. And go to sleep on the same type shit. All they did was argue all day online. I agree. <laughs> and what? And guess here's day. the craziest part. <laughs> here's the craziest part. Motherfuckers tuned in all day with them. I, I used to be that person. <laughs> Addicted <laughs> to drama. I, I was that person. That shit used to be fucking. It was Natasha added me in and I took my <laughs> ass right on out. You definitely did. I was in that spice gang for I me. Said, you I know what indulge. though, but see, I can't indulge. You know what it was for me, and I know this, and I'm glad that it got shut down, and I don't have access to the new one. We had to be invited. I wasn't, but anyway, um, it was a way to escape my own life, mm-hmm. and I was really not in the greatest of places. So it was just like, okay, well. I'm not really happy, but this was entertaining. And it would be now, don't get me wrong, not everything was drama. Some things were just like people that were just funny. Like certain people would just bid on each other back and forth. And it was funny. Like they would like be really good at joking and stuff and talking shit about each other. And, you know, like maybe dressing up with props and shit. But there were people that did not like each other. And like Spice Gang was like a reality TV show, it was like a network of its own. So it was like, you know, you got this couple here. You got these people going on Maury. You got these people meeting up the fight. Then you got this other person tuning in. And this one is messing with that one. Um, And it was addictive. And I do believe, again, people are addicted to other people's shit. Because it Mm -hmm. helps you escape your own. And it's like, well, shoot. Some of it makes you feel like, well, at least I ain't going through that, y'all. And some other stuff is just like, "Mm." like, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just a good way because... Who wants to look at their own life and real problems? Like life is well, really not that fucking this. fun. Problem, problem was what? Let me ask you this: What about the people that that is addicted to creating drama in their lives? Uh, like, why do people do that? You know, like you ever like I've said this before. I've been around people that it's just they'll make an issue where there is no issue and create right. this weird ass falsehood like the world is against them and 
people hating on them or create these problems where there weren't any problems. And it's like, well, why are you doing this? Right. Like, what right. is that? I I never <laughs> understood that. And I'm not, I'm not looking for you to have the answer, but it's something that questions sometimes where it's like, what is that? Like, why are you that making you this always in the middle of some shit? Or like you blow shit up. Like, it could be something simple, you know, like, okay, um, somebody didn't uh, come to your son's birthday party and they said they was going to be there. <laughs> now it's, oh yeah, and for whoever didn't come to my son's fucking fifth birthday party, so fuck you bitches. You know what I mean? It'd be like, damn, what the fuck just happened? Like, y'all don't ever think like shit happened in motherfuckers' lives? And why do you take everything like so fucking sensitive? Like, Personally, like, did you people have fucking fun? Personally. Like, why did that one person yeah. who did two, three people didn't come? Why did that make you ready to fight? Because you wasn't happy anymore. Yeah, that to me. No, because you, you wanna, know all that shit is just because. No, it's because you are bored at life. Your life is boring. Yeah, that too. As fuck. Especially that. And y'all be wanting to have stories to tell when you're fucking old. So y'all create bullshit. And then y'all come fucking up other people's peace because you are not at peace with yourself. Right. I don't know though. I don't think that it'd be because their life is boring. I really think that some people only know... They don't know how to be happy. Like, you know, I feel like I, I say this a lot on here. Happiness truly is a choice. So that's why I'm in a better space now mm-hmm. than I have been. Because even when I'm irritated, like earlier this morning, DeAndre knows I was very irritated. But, you know, we kept talking throughout the day. Like, we're going to have a good day. We're going to have a good day. And it turned out to be a good day. So I'm like, you know, it, it started off kind of rough, but it's going to be a good day. I feel like a lot of mm-hmm. people don't have that. And all they know is, I don't know if they like negative attention. Like, you know, it's still attention. So it's like, I feel like some people just like um, negativity. Like, and if they have to get attention by always being that bitch that fight every fucking body, like it's always, you know, I'm on live talking shit or, you know, I'm doing something sexual. Like, I just seen this girl on TikTok. Like, you know, she had like 90,000 likes saying like, oh, well, y'all want to air my shit? I'm going to air my own shit. Follow me on Twitter. I going I'm like, well, I'm thinking it was about to be something else. It was all for her OnlyFans. Straight up porn. I forgot that Twitter was filled with porn. I forgot you told me that. <laughs> I said, oh. Twitter is I, You and my site. friend told me that. And I said, I don't know why my brain be like thinking Instagram, Facebook. It's like, no, Twitter is its own entity because they were showing everything. And I said, oh, I had to back off. And I said, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to sign up for that. But it seemed like, you know, the way that she made her initial video was like, and it probably was all a lie. Oh, yeah, you want to expose my shit? I'm going to expose my own self. And that was just to gain traction for people to follow your OnlyFans. And it seemed to be it seemed to be mm-hmm. working. So some people like that type of attention. Oh, like I feel like people do it. It's all just the time. what YouTubers. YouTubers do it, clickbaity shit all the fucking time. Or and mm-hmm. or uh, especially the gossip ones beefing with each other. Well, and not even just gossip ones, because the makeup yep. ones was beefing too. Like <laughs> people just it's something about being in that same space. After a while, people become frenemies, then enemies. Love it. 
And you it. know what too? And why YouTubers and why and we both know they do that because it gains it gains attraction for both of y'all channels. So it's a benefit mm-hmm. for fucking both of y'all. Even if it's something negative I or embarrassing, it. it. it's like, oh, well, because you know, I'm going to go back and see what such and such said in response to this. And I probably don't even watch such and such's video. I just want to hear what they got to say back to you. I just want to know. And I didn't subscribe <laughs> to neither one Not of them. to neither one. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I didn't like it because no, I didn't want like, YouTube to keep I'm recommending saying. your shit to me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we say it all the time. So when I say like addicted to drama, like I'm a watch. Like if somebody arguing back and forth with words on Facebook, I'm gonna read every last one of the three hundred and ninety-two comments. Yeah. And I'm gonna yeah. pick a side. And I'm gonna pick a side. <laughs> it's hard for me though, because I noticed I said maybe it's just me. And I swear I'm I do not want to fit anybody in a different generation. But I be trying to read people messages. I did that shit earlier. And they cannot. But other people right. be like, it will be a comment. And I'll see like all these people like the comment. And I'm like thinking, well, am I a little slow? Because I done read this 10 times and it don't make sense. <laughs> None of it makes sense. It's slang, but it's like broken English, but it's not even a complete sentence. So it's like all these things mm-hmm. into one. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? Oh, I guess 390 yeah, other people, when, you know, are smarter. Yeah, when I got to break it. No, if y'all are literate, I can't do it. <laughs> but if y'all just a little bit literate, I can do it. But if you can't, like, if you fucking write in, like, your name Precious, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Precious alone. <laughs> have you, bitch, have you I read you, I, wrote, I wrote it. I did. And it is a... Um, Uniquely written, um, what, what is that? Ebonics read. It's all Ebonics, but I was able to read it. I, don't I was able to read. I can't read this shit. I looked at the first. I said, I know the whole. I glanced through the whole. I said, I know the whole fucking book ain't written like. <laughs> I get that shit right on the shelf and walked away. I mean, you know, I felt cross-eyed. Hell <laughs> no. I ain't reading no fucking shit like that from the first person point of view, bitch. Oh my no. gosh. <laughs> Two kudos to the author that was able to do it because, you know, amen. That's a, that takes a talent in itself. I know. That's I how I felt. I thought it was really creative. I think, I think it's very, no, I think it's very creative and very talented. I just, you know, it just wasn't easy for me to do, you know? Exactly. But let's get into this little glow up topic. And this is one that's going to take a lot of accountability real quick. Mm. So what do you do when you're the problem? I'll let you start. I ain't never the problem. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fucking problem. (laughs) It's like, no. No, you know what? My problem always is, is that I always think I'm the problem. Always? Like, I always assume for, like, real shit, I usually be like, all right, maybe it's me. Like, maybe I'm being a little too sensitive right now, you know? Like, I really I'm, I really do check my biases most times. All right. But when I feel like I'm the problem, like, or that I brought something on myself, I really just take a time to reflect. And I do that. I've been doing that a lot often lately because I try to like see, like I try to reflect and see like what, like when did, when could I just stop something? You know what I mean? 
Right. Like, when did it keep escalating? Like, when was the point where it was just like, I, if I just would have took a couple of moments, take a deep breath, and took a step back, when could I have changed something? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah but um, when I'm the like in relationships, I know, like, I realized like through therapy. Um, I was reading this book on love addiction and codependency, and it was saying like, you know, that you expect your partner to be emotionally available, but you're not, right? So I had to take accountability like, damn, I'm really not that emotionally available like that. I'm very closed off. Um, I only indulge what I want to indulge. I'm not like super vulnerable. You know, um, so right. how can I, but I have the expectation of, I want my partner to be that way with me, but I, I probably would, it'd probably take a whole lot for me to do the same, you know? So I think sometimes just. Right. Like you, what you said, um, the, that girl from house parties said kinda, right. And you said that she was uh, saying, is it like kind of cheating? cautious. Yeah, so I feel like this is a cheat and matter where you have expectations that you're not willing to fulfill, yeah. Right. So in that instance, that's something recently I realized about myself, and I said, that's my issue, is that I had, in that that regard, I had an expectation that I don't think I was ready to, or a lot of times ready to fulfill, you know? Right. Yeah, so that's something... um, what about you? <sighs> when I'm the problem. Um, well, like you said, I try to, sometimes I don't think I'm the problem. I'm not going to lie. Like I, sometimes <laughs> I just feel passionately how I feel. And it's like, you know, um, it is just, it is, but I will say, like, I know, for instance, there's certain things about myself, like you said, as far as being held accountable and like, okay, well, is it me? I know certain things about me and I feel like a lot of people try to ignore things about themselves or they act like it mm-hmm. doesn't exist. I'm not like that. I'm not Ray Charles to myself. I know I have certain flaws and it's certain things about myself where it's like, I know I do stuff and it might be based off of, um, triggers that people don't know that's there um sometimes i can be overly sensitive i know this um sometimes i push people away and it's like i'll have to reflect with myself and like well why did i do that like you know i'll be like okay i might do something and i think about it and at first in my head i'm like no fuck that because i know i was right and then i might think about it and be like hmm were you <laughs> like did, really think about it did it have to go that way did you have to say this like what are you you know I try to get to the core of why things happen and what made me react or made me mm-hmm. engage in something like sometimes me being the problem is um mm-hmm. still engaging with somebody that mm-hmm. I know is not good for me like sometimes that's me yeah. being the problem. Like, bitch, you know better. Like, why did you do that? Uh, were you bored? And a lot of times that's yeah. probably the that's probably the answer. Oh, yeah, you was just bored. You know what I mean? Or if I'm still hanging out with people that I know that we have outgrew each other and there's not really nothing there. Like, okay, yeah, you know, 
it's like it's not it's not like oh you know like oh I'm like this is my friend it's just kind of like oh you know like I don't you know we don't do anything together at all I don't care if I don't talk to you vice versa like that's a problem that I feel like I can't right. just let that relationship die like and then when we're around each other and then we have differences and like the 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 obvious separation it becomes really apparent then I'm like irritated and mad it's like no well you know what see that's why I should never fucking went and it's like no well you shouldn't have never you right. shouldn't learn to just leave enough alone like you know sometimes I feel like as humans we think just because I knew you for you know 45 years that I'm supposed to keep engaging with you relatives included like if it's, you know, if it doesn't mesh well, it's okay to be like, okay, we don't mesh well and let it go. I don't have to, you know, I have to learn to mm -hmm. be like, well, I'm not, you know, um, wrong if I don't invite you. And that might seem like I'm for you, that might be petty and I might be problematic or whatever, or being toxic. That's fine for myself. I know that there's nothing to gain from this dynamic. So that's me, mm -hmm. you know, me doing what's better for you because I don't want you to talk shit about me or feel like, cause on the outside it looks bad. That's me being the problem instead of just holding, holding my own too. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, I definitely agree. And that was something else I was going to say is that I feel like me having a lack of boundaries Right. Oh. It definitely <laughs> led to me being the problem mm. because other people only do what I have allowed. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. and at the, and I and I with me creating boundaries, a bitch to them, it's like oh that bitch switched up. She acting funny, mm -hmm. but it's like no, I just had no fucking boundaries. Right. That people pleasing shit is, I never really thought I did that until I realized like it's very hard for me to say, to to just drop the ball in people's lives that I care right. about. You know what I mean? Or, you know, not show up, you know? And it's to the point where it's like, that does not help my anxiety. You're having a fucking anxiety attack because you're trying to be everything for everybody. And when 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 you have to be there for your fucking self, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I have realized I have stepped up and looked out and showed up for people when I really just needed to focus on myself. Right. And I talked about this in therapy, like when I first started and I was like, I could have been a lot further had I actually became selfish. Oh, yeah. If I actually knew what, that I wasn't respecting boundaries, that I was people pleasing, like I would be a lot further and I would be mad at people and be like, oh, they're so fucking selfish, you know? And it's like, you know what? Them selfish motherfuckers. They are fucking prospering. They sleep well at night, too. Sleep good than a bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they ain't missing nothing. Meanwhile, you know, me and you just talk. It's some days it's very hard to sleep through the night. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like, motherfuckers out here sleeping good. And it's because we sitting here running around like, oh, did we check in with this person? Did you do this? Did you do that? Yep. 
Like, no, everybody is not the problem. Like, everybody needing you is not the problem. It's you feeling like you need them to need you is the issue. Right. You know, like, you not being um, setting boundaries like, no, girl, no, can't do it, not going, no, boy, ain't fucking with you, bye. No, I don't got to listen to air, my nigga. I'm going to bed. I got to work at 6 a.m., you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we just, it's the smallest ways that we don't respect our boundaries and that people pleasing and not want to ruffle any feathers. And one thing about me, I don't like to, but what I have to is it's a, it's a different switch. Right. And it's very drastic. Yeah. I agree. It is fast. It's, it's real quick. But it can be off-putting. Agree. It can be very off-putting if I don't address it head-on from the first, from the rip. Like, you know what I mean? It could be like, damn, like, why she act like this to me? And it's like, it's not really you. It's I'm recognizing that I really did not honor my boundaries this time. And that's on me. So I have to move forward the way that I need to, to survive. Right. Exactly. Because... One thing about it, I'm not running myself in an early grave, trying to be there for everybody. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people, though, you know, we're bred, especially as women, to be nurturing, to, you know, give more than you take and, you know, Mm -hmm. be the selfless person. And, you know, people will make you feel bad about having a boundary by setting, you know, those perimeters and being a hard ass and being like, you know, firm with you know, and being happily firm too. not Mm -hmm. like I don't have to be angry, no, and I don't have to feel guilty either i can say no and keep on going about my day and have a regular fucking day and it's okay like i just i don't know i feel like a lot of times like um i was just watching this girl again tiktok and (laughs) she was saying how um you know it was depressing for her she was my age and she was saying it was depressing for her Whenever she thinks about how, where she is in life. And she was like, and the harder realization was, it was because of her. She said, you are exactly where you are because of Mm -hmm. yourself. And you know that. And all you can do is get up Mm -hmm. and change it. Like there's nothing you can do about what happened Mm -hmm. all those years ago. It is what it is, but you can't keep focusing on, oh, if I had to did this, oh, I should have did this, oh, I wish I was born in wealth. It ain't going to change shit, right? So, again, that's another thing, my depression. Like, whenever I allow myself, and, I, you know, again, I don't take depression lightly. I know some people, you know, maybe need to be, you know, medicated or therapy or other type of remedies um, to alleviate their depressive symptoms. I'm learning to gain control of mine. Like it's, it's so significantly Mm -hmm. better than it used to be. Um, But again, Mm -hmm. I was the problem. Like I have to look at, Mm -hmm. you know, my mindset was the problem and it's like, you know, outside uh, uh, conversations outside people, like, People don't know how, I feel like, you know, and and I don't know if it's considered a problem or not, but I don't think that people know, like everybody says they're empathetic or they're empaths. That's not true. People throw that word around very, very freely. A empath, a true empath 
is Ooh. very, very sensitive to other people's energies, even unspoken. You don't have to say nothing negative to me for me mm-hmm. to kind of hear what you didn't say. Like I can, I fill in the blanks in my head. Like I just, that's just, and I, you know, I'm not saying that I'm always right because sometimes I'll think something, I'll say something to somebody and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, this one time you said something, I was like, Girl, what the fuck? <laughs> I know I can do that. You like, was dead ass. And I was like, what? I said, that, no, girl. What the fuck is you talking about? I can do that. I know I can do that. Um, But again, you know, I feel like I'm at a point where it's like, okay, but I have to identify with myself like, okay, this is, you know, yes, you, you are, you know, sensitive to things, but you are control in control of mm-hmm. what you allow around you. Energy is very, very important. And I think that people sleep on energy. Like I'm starting to embrace things that I want to do. I allow mm-hmm. myself to do certain things and say, well, I don't really feel like talking, you know, hearing about Oh, my mom complained for three hours on the phone about her fucking job. So I'm not going to. I'm mm-hmm. going to cut off the conversation midway. I'm going to get some shit off your chest. And then I'm going to say, okay, well, I got to go. Uh, you know, all right, I love you, but I've, I've, you know, I hate to do this to you, but I got to go. Mm-hmm. That's to me is me no longer being the problem because it, it becomes, a you know, I feel like I'm enabling yeah. the situation sometimes. Um, enabling the the relationships I had with other people. Like you said, you treat people, you teach people how to treat you. Like, I feel like a, a lot of times, you know, they say that you're supposed to be around the certain amount of certain type of people. If you want to elevate, you have to be around that type of energy you want. I look at certain things sometimes and I'm like, I don't want to be around this. Like, I need people that are like completely happy, but not too extreme where it's like fake. But you know, yeah, I don't but know. no, but like I feel like I want to be around people that are searching for happiness and choosing happiness and are content with what's happening in the now. Exactly, you get absolutely. I mean? Like I want you to be content in whatever is happening now, but I want you, whenever you can, to choose happiness because every day isn't happy, right? But I don't want to be around any miserable ass, Debbie Downer ass motherfuckers. And I, I agree. Like being the problem is, is when you still hang around these miserable ass motherfuckers, you are not going to be able to feel better. Like you can't go. You know how like what that mean was like. You ever try to go to somebody to feel better and they make you feel fucking worse? <laughs> oh yeah, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> and it's like I don't want to do yeah. that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person that makes you feel worse. And I don't want to go to nobody that make me feel worse. I agree. You know, but also like what you were saying, like about being on the phone, listen to the complaint. Cause not realizing you, the problem would be like, Oh, I'm so aggravated. My mom had me on the phone for three hours just so she complained. When it's like you dead ass could have just said, I'm tired. I understand. I'm sorry. That's happening within the first 30 minutes and say, I'm gonna call you later though. Exactly. Absolutely. I agree. And I've said to people a billion times, the way that you can vent and talk to me for hours at a time on the phone is literally, if you gave therapy a chance, you can literally do the same thing. Right. And get way more enlightenment than what my dumb ass is about to tell you. 
Right. <laughs> well, no, I feel like each one teach one. So you learn something and you teach somebody else. And that's just how it is. Like it's something somebody told you, you know, yeah, they have a, a label as a therapist, but you know, you still human beings. We should always. How about we do both? Um, utilize those. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. You you know, resources, uh, right, resources willing. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. You know, let's utilize it all. You know, stay. I just feel like it's that thing that Jennifer uh, Lewis said when you sit in shit too long, you start to realize it doesn't smell. Mm. Oh, that's some deep. And that's some real ass shit to take from you today. Realizing that this is a problem and you're not doing anything to change it, I feel like that's been a theme of this episode. Right, and that's some shit that we all have to take away. Like we are in control of everything. We're not perfect, but realizing like, oh shit, like this wouldn't have happened if I didn't do this. Right, absolutely. You know, not vi- making yourself a victim, not blaming yourself, but take accountability of every part of you. Like everything, you have to take, a- like we struggle with accountability because I think we were so scared of being in trouble as children. Mm. Oh, wow. So taking accountability is like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble or... Oh, that's going to make me a bad person. I'm a mean, you know, no. Right. It's just, you, no, you're not, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you're not going to, like, it's not bad to just say, you know what? I can see that. And, you know, or I don't really see that. But if you saying that, I apologize. Right. You know? Right. Like. I didn't see it. That I didn't way. know. I did, yeah, I didn't know that's that how it my came intentions. off. Like these are so things. I'm sorry that happened. You know, or when you are mad about a whole situation, take your accountability of your the part you fucking play. Absolutely. And <laughs> change the shit up. Exactly. Change that shit up. Like you do not have to stay there. And it's okay to to be the problem. Sometimes we're all human. We're not perfect. I feel yeah, like people don't perfect. like the people like to throw words around and be like, "Oh, you know, oh, this person is dramatic. They're negative. They're messy. You know." And it's like everybody has a bit of that shit. All of us have a bit of it. Some like to admit it more than others. Like at the end of the day, though, just own your shit. It's okay. We're human beings. You're not going to always be the innocent person in the fucking story. And it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, some shit might go down. You'd be like, girl, this, this, that, and the third happened. I'd be like, well, it sounds like it might have been you a little bit. It's you. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yes. You will live and to see another day. We have conversations all the time. <laughs> we have you will live to see another day, child. It is not the end of the world to be it's like, okay. it was me. Just learn to do better. That's the main thing I think that people like. And if you can't say it out loud, write that shit down in a journal. Write that shit down. Right. Because I'm probably going to do that tonight to be perfectly real. Oh. One of these days, I'm a journal because I haven't in a while. And I think, like, I need to get some shit off my chest. And really, right. like, like you're playing a part in all of this. Right. Like, that's the one thing that I think we don't understand is, like, we play a part. Maybe Absolutely. a small part. Maybe a big part. 
but you're fucking acting. You're a willing participant in the shit that happens around you. Yeah, and sure. not being a willing participant is still a willing participant. Yeah, exactly. Allowing shit to just fucking happen around you and not saying anything and not speaking up. That's active as well, too. Right. We are not always victims. Yep, I agree. And, you know. And and don't, you know, but that's and it's okay. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. It's all right. It's okay. But like it's you cool. said, this is our show. I hope you guys enjoyed. <laughs> All right, so make sure you guys tune in every week. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, and SoundCloud. And you can connect with us on Twitter at Just Let It Glow and on Instagram at JST Let It Glow. As always, we hope you find your glow this week. Absolutely. And until next week, we will see you guys the next time. Bye.